Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Yes, you are. And <laughs> the fish escapes the net by just keeping swimming. Just keeping swimming? Just just kept swimming. That's how he got out of the net. And if you didn't want to know that, then you should be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. Maddie D looks sleep deprived this week. That is a spoiler. I am sleep deprived, Kieran. I've been up all night researching sharks. Matty D and I have seen all the trailers for the Meg. Well, at least we think we've seen all the trailers. There's suddenly every time you think you've seen just when you thought it was safe to <laughs> turn <laughs> to, off to YouTube. turn on YouTube, yeah. There's another trailer for this movie that's popped up. There's so, literally a trailer I watched just before recording. I was like, I didn't see that before. So we've seen all the trailers for Meg to the Trench, and we're here to predict what we think is going to happen in the movie, and then potentially spoil the plot for you, the dear listener. So. The Meg 2. Well, it's just Meg 2, The Trench, because they didn't want to use the word the too many times. So, let's talk about it. So, I don't know how much you know about this franchise, Matty D, but uh, before it was a twinkle in Hollywood's eye, before it was even a movie, Meg, A Novel of Deep Terror was released in 1997. So, the movie is actually based on a book by Steve Alton, and the book had seven sequels, including The Trench in 1999, which I banned myself from reading, and I banned Matty D from looking at it as well, because yeah, we're like- I really like, wanted to read that book, but I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> yeah. So, who knows if the plot of that book is going to be similar to this movie at all. From what I've seen, probably not, because the movies seem to be very, very loosely adapting the plots of the books, but that always seems to be the case in Hollywood. So, a film adaptation of The Meg first went into development in 1997, oh, and wow. then sat in development hell for decades before finally being shot in 2016 and released in 2018. So, of course, that's the Jason Statham movie that we've come to know and love, and Jason Statham himself said if the movie is successful then a sequel will definitely be made. (laughs) And the movie made $530 million. That's massive and made a huge amount of money. So they're like, well, shit, we've got to get on making a sequel. Four years later, I like to imagine that they were making the movie for four years. They're like, this is our masterpiece. This is our Avatar 2, The Way of the Meg. And yeah, they just threw all this time and money into it. So we're just going to get a complete, you know, I'm predicting this movie is going to be along the lines of something like The Godfather 2. Yeah, or maybe Terminator 2, like considered one of the great sequels of all time, as well as one of the great movies of all time, Empire Strikes Back. Yep. I'm seeing like that The level shark of- will win at the end. Yeah, and then it'll set up perfectly for Meg 3. Two towers. Exactly. That's what I'm seeing from this. So let's get into talking about the movie that we're here to predict this week, Meg 2, The Trench. Maddie D, what do we know about this movie so far? So what we know so far is this movie seems to be about the old crew. as in What's left of them. What's left of them, as in led by Jason Statham, going into the Mariana Trench and disturbing some old creatures, some old prehistoric creatures, mm. including a Megalodon that seems to be bigger than the one they faced in the previous movie, including yeah. a Kraken as well. Possibly. Yes. I don't yes. think they've said it's a kraken. I saw in a trailer they mentioned it, it was a kraken. It's either a large octopus or a kraken. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they had both of those things in the first movie. So they had the biggest meg that anyone's ever seen before <laughs> in the first movie. They also had a giant octopus in the first movie. <laughs> Uh, so, it seems to be that they're, they're going and exploring this area, they're going to disturb it, and then it, creatures are going to come and attack a, a tourist island. That's what that's a lot sure. of what we're seeing, a lot of action Again, scenes. Again, happened in the first movie. A lot of, a lot of people dying, a lot of craziness. Uh, Jason Statham's on a jet ski at one stage. Yeah. Jason Statham's, is it his daughter, also reluctantly comes with him on these on this expedition? Daughter, you say? Is it, is it, is it is Interesting. It, is it his daughter? Well, I won't say. <laughs> uh, that's what I- It's that's only what it points like at me. the end of the day. So, I do actually have the official synopsis from this movie that I got from the Meg 2 website. It's, it's a large one. the Meg website. It's which, a large one. It is. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. Dive into uncharted waters with Jason Statham and global action icon Wu Jing as they lead a- See, I gave up on the Jason Statham impression straight away there. As they lead a daring research team on an exploratory dive into the deepest depths of the ocean. Their voyage spirals into chaos when a malevolent mining operation threatens their mission and forces them into a high-stakes battle for survival. Pitted against colossal megs and relentless environmental plunderers, our heroes must outrun, outsmart, and outswim their merciless predators in a pulse-pounding race against time. Immerse yourself in one of the most electrifying cinematic experiences of the year with Meg 2 The Trench, where the depths of the ocean are matched only by the heights of sheer, unstoppable excitement. Sorry, you lost me there at the end. So, I don't know. I've seen all the trailers for this movie and I've heard the, the buzz around it for a while. By the way, I think I should point out, by the time this episode comes out, this movie will be in cinemas. So, if you want to see this movie, if this sounds like a movie for you, you can go and see it right now. 
However, Matty D and I have recorded this episode in advance, so at the time of this recording, the movie is not out. There's no actual plot details anywhere out in the ether, so there's no way we could have cheated. I don't even think that uh, the book, The Trench, from 1999 even is similar to this movie at all, so we're just going off, uh, I the guess- The trailers, pretty the much. The trailers, pretty much, and this synopsis that we have here- So, don't worry about us actually spoiling the movie. We haven't seen it at this stage because, like I said, recorded in advance. There's no way we could have seen it, but you can see it right now. So, go out and see it. Oh, we should should do uh, Megby. A double feature? Yeah, Megby. Barbie and the Meg 2. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Double feature. We should be encouraging that because they're both Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a Shark Boy and Lava Girl kind of night. Yeah, it sounds good to me. So, looking at all the trailers for this movie, I don't know if this movie looks really stupid or it looks really awesome. What do you Can't think, Can't it be do? both? Can't it be both? I guess, like, really stupidly awesome? Yeah. Yeah, I can I see that. I think they know exactly what movie they're making. Yes. So, I was reading some of the comments on some of the YouTube videos for the trailers for this movie, and some people were kind of upset in the direction that they seem to be taking this sequel. What? What? How so? So, they were saying, like, oh, it just looks like they're like making a big joke of it. Uh, I'm like, well, how can you- t- like, What? The first movie I could take somewhat seriously, but, like, my giant shark movies, I need to be invested. <laughs> are you f- Are you serious? Yeah. The first movie was not serious. No, not really. I mean, it had lots of elements of trying to be serious, but uh, by the end of the movie- It was a giant shark eating people. Yeah, by the end of the movie, it really devolved into comedy. I wouldn't say I was- I'll say it evolved into comedy. I think it only got better the sillier it got. So, it looks like this movie is completely embracing its silliness, and I think it's the sort of movie that really calls for it, if you ask me. So, I don't know if I'm going to go in and have a really good time, a la The Expendables 2, or if I'm going to have a really terrible time, a la The (laughs) Expendables 3. (laughs) Jason Statham, of course, being in both of those. So, let's talk about who's in this movie before we dive into our plots. Dive. Really appropriate choice of words there. So, of course, returning as the character of Jonas Taylor is Jason Statham. Jason Statham. We always joke about him being in the Meg, and we're finally talking about him (laughs) in an actual Meg movie. I, can't, I couldn't believe I rewatched The Meg for this episode. Oh, did you? What is your history with The Meg, by the way? What is your history with the first movie oh. or even the book series? Yeah, yeah well, I, I've seen the first movie. I don't remember a lot of it, but I, mm. I watched it on a streaming service, had a night of, oh, this looks fun, had all the lads around and watched The Meg. Yeah. Must have been a while ago, like 2018, 2019. It was. It was was when it was just not long after it was released, so it just came to streaming services. And uh, it was what it was. What can I say? I mean, it was what it was. Yeah, I was, I was the same. I saw it around the time that came out because I'm like, well, this movie looks ridiculous. I'll give it a go. And I've seen a lot of similar movies. Like, this isn't a genre. This isn't like a, a new concept. No. There is a million and one giant shark movies out there. I think Jaws, of course, was the, the first one off the boat. Again, appropriate choice of words. And it really popularized this genre. But there's so many straight to tape, straight to streaming, straight to video movies about giant sharks, and they're always varying levels of quality. So, yeah. of course, like there's Shark Attack 3, Megalodon. Sharknado. Sharknado. Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. <laughs> yes. uh, Sharkenstein. Sharkula. <laughs> That's so there's so many. There's so, so many. And then there's the whole like giant animal movies as well. Yeah, of course. Of course, we've uh, discussed a, a, a giant monster movie. Sorry, a giant animal movie in the past when we talked about Beast. Yeah. So that was just a regular-sized uh, lion. <laughs> But it is another movie in this genre about the persecution and death of an endangered animal, which is, yeah, one of my favorite genres to cover on this show. We don't get to do it very often. So, yeah, that's I guess that's our history. So, getting back into the the cast list, we were just talking about Jason Statham returning as Jonas Taylor. He was uh, the main character in the previous movie. Of course, we've talked about Jason Statham before in both Hobbs and Shaw and Fast X, where he played Deckard Shaw. That's the only time we've ever covered him in a movie is when he's playing Deckard Shaw in either F9, Fast X or Hobbs and Shaw. I guess he hasn't really done much in between now and then. Not really. There's not been a transporter movie that's come out, right? No. So, Well, we would have covered it if if there was one because we're all about Jason Statham movies (laughs) on this show. And I'm pretty sure the next plot prediction we're going to do has Jason Statham in it as well. So the next movie we cover, I'm pretty sure, is another Jason Statham movie. So, if you don't get your fill of him in this movie, just wait until a couple of weeks from now. <laughs> so, next up, playing the character of Ju Ming is Wu Jing. Now, he's a Chinese actor. He's massive over in China, though. I can't say I've ever seen a movie with him in it. Are you familiar with this actor at all? No, not really. I'm looking at his credits at the moment. It's nothing I've ever seen. So, I'm pretty sure the first Meg movie made something like $300 million in the Chinese box office. So... Of course, of course, quite like they did with that original movie as well. They've got to get in like a big Chinese movie star in to really draw in that audience because I think that's where these movies make the majority of their money. 
which is why we're seeing a lot of actors that we're not familiar with, you know, over in the Western world. Yeah. So, next up, returning to the character Mei Ying Zhang is Sophia Kai. Now, she's probably best known for being in the first Meg where she was a child. Aside from that, hasn't done much else. Yeah. She's back in a leading role in this movie, so good for her. So, next up, playing the character of James Mac McCready's is Cliff Curtis, who, of course, we've talked about in Hobbs and Shaw, as well as Avatar The Way of Water. He, of course, is most famous for being Uncle Fucking Bully, <laughs> as we've discussed before with both of those movies in Once We're Warriors. Yes. yes so, yes, great yes. to have him back. He's quickly becoming the hardest working man in Hollywood. Yes, he now really that we, is. Now that we haven't seen Jarman Honsu for a while, Cliff yes. Curtis has really stepped up to fill that role. Jarman's having a well-deserved break in this guy's, yes. uh, this guy's edit. Yeah, well, like I said, he's in every second movie. If you look at his IMDb credits, guaranteed you've seen a movie within the last 10 years that he's in. So, next up, playing the character, returning as the character of DJ, is Paige Kennedy, <laughs> most famous for being in The Meg. Yeah, he's a rapper as well, but, you know. And I- isn't he in Leprechaun in the Hood? Oh, Leprechaun Back to the Hood? Yes. I think so. I, I own that movie, but I don't remember him in it. He's credited. Well, there you go. I only remember Sticky Fingers <laughs> from Leprechaun Back to the Hood. And we also have Sergio Paris Manchetta, as well as Skylar Samuels and Sienna Guillory rounding out the cast. They don't have character names anywhere on the internet, so I have no idea who they're playing. I just spotted them a couple of times in the trailer, so I just called them. In my plot, I'm sure you did the same thing. In my plot, I just referred to them as their actors' names. What about you, Matty? Or did you just make up names? <laughs> uh, people are just people in my plot. All right, so you've got, like, Jonas, and then everyone else is just, like, scientists. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I won't pretend that I didn't do the same thing a lot of the time, because I'm like, I don't know who these people are. So many similar-looking people, too. From what I remember in the first movie, there are so many people that don't really matter. That's right. Like, they're food for worms, they're food for sharks, I guess. Like, exactly. For the most case. They're either scientists or they're bad guy scientists, so... Yeah, and uh, I don't even think most of them had names in that first movie, or at least they don't have names that I remember. Yeah, no. The only time that we knew a character was important was if they say their name like a hundred times. <laughs> so you remembered them. So you remembered Jonas. who they were. Well, they said DJ like a hundred times in that <laughs> first movie. I'm like, well, of course DJ's going to survive. Will he survive this movie? Let's find out. So let's get straight into our plots. I think I went first when we did Barbie. So I think it's only fair <laughs> that Matty D takes the reins for this plot. Let's go. Let's now, go. Matty D was still writing his plot as we started recording. He was still watching trailers and amending his plot literally as I was hitting record. Well, I... Uh, so I don't know what's going on in Matty D world. Yeah, I, I sort of stumbled upon a trailer as as we were before we were recording. I was like, I haven't seen this trailer before. And had a new information in there. Yeah, so there you go. your whole plot. Look, I'm just going to be completely honest with you. I don't care about this movie. Wow, okay. So, I, and I, well, okay, maybe I shouldn't say that. But I, I feel like this is a hard movie to predict because you know well, you're it's- You're going to see it either way. You know it's going to be dumb fun. So it's not right. fun to think about what's right. going to happen. And a lot of this movie will just be set up for the crazy stuff that's going to go ahead. So yeah. I think a large part of it, I think the movie's plot is going to be so loose and so general just to build up to the fun stuff that they're going to do. We said the same thing when we covered John Wick Chapter 4. Yep. So action movies aren't really that fun to predict. They might be really fun to watch. I've got to say, I wasn't looking forward to seeing John Wick 4 and predicting that plot really didn't make me any more excited. But seeing the movie, I really enjoyed myself and I've seen the movie twice now. And I'm sort of seeing like a similar thing here. So, it isn't fun to predict action movies. So, I sort of drag my feet with these ones. I I do too. Matty D's the same by the sounds of it. So, while they may not be fun to predict and think about like in a preemptive way, they are still fun to watch. So, you may end up enjoying yourself when you see it. I'm sure I'll enjoy watching the movie, but just thinking about the movie is not a fun thing to do and try to like beat out the plot points because really they don't matter. No, that's the thing. And you've got to sit down and think about a movie logistically. <laughs> that uh, When you're watching the movie, the movie doesn't ask you to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I really dragged my feet thinking mm. about this plot. And uh, I'm kind of coming in a little bit... Uh, I, 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 I'm just kind of going to let it flow out of me today. Okay. You know what I mean? So, essentially, you haven't done the work and you're going to improvise on the spot. Yes, that's right. So These what- always make for great plots. <laughs> <laughs> so, based on what I'm seeing in the trailer, I think it's a safe bet to say that the movie's going to open up the same way as a lot of the trailers do, where we see a lot of prehistoric uh, creatures running around we see it in the right. trailer where we see like a little lizard thing running and then it gets eaten by a dinosaur that gets yep. eaten by a bigger dinosaur it's sort of like the the circle of life or the mm. the, the hierarchy like a, of animals it becomes a tadakan of dinosaurs yeah yeah so it leads to like a t-rex kind of creature going into the water 
And all the other creatures realize what's going on. They run away from the water. And of course, we know what's coming. A, a megalodon shark comes in, mm. eats the dinosaur. Now, I think that the megalodon shark will sort of go under the water, be swimming, thinking it's all well and good. And then a bigger megalodon. And then a bigger megalodon shark comes in and ravages A, a biglodon. And that's going to be the opening of our movie as we see the megalodon shark, the super meg is what I'm going to call okay. it, sort of swim down to what is the Mariana Trench. And that's going to be where we get our title sequence, Meg 2, Back super to meg. the Hood. <laughs> okay. Back to the trench. Back to the trench. So Super Meg sounds like a like a C tier Marvel superhero. <laughs> yep, certainly does, doesn't it? Like Miss Marvel or someone along Super those lines. Meg. Yeah, could be. I mean, there probably is one superhero called that. Yeah. So we're going to go to present day. A caption is going to helpfully tell us we're in present day, uh, and we're going to see some scientists doing some reading on, so like they're underwater and they're sort of doing a radar thing. They're reading what's okay. going on there, and they're seeing some they're weird doing stuff. Seismic come back. readings or sonar readings. Yeah. So okay. how I'm picturing it is that is they're all in the lab. They're kind of doing these seismic readings. They're kind of looking at what's mm. going on, and there's like a little, a little drone kind of underwater ship going through. Okay. And they're seeing something that's really big and unusual. And, uh, and they're like, what's Matty D doing down what's there? What's Matty D doing down there? He's swole. Uh, and, and then the thing gets destroyed, but we won't see what it gets destroyed by. Yeah. So obviously so they- Exactly like in the first movie. They freak out. They're just like, what's going on here? We need somebody who knows a little something about what we're about to deal with. So they go and visit Jonas, who's doing pull-ups because he is jacked. And they offer him the job, and he says, Listen. So, what's his job? Like, what's his profession? He's shark specialist. Okay, so he's he, a, has he upgraded his skills since the previous He's movie? a pool shark, and they just got confused. And now they, like, hire him to, like, go look at sharks. His, okay. His title, Kieran, is he was in the first movie. Okay, but you don't remember what his profession was in the first movie? I did not rewatch the first movie. I think he was like some marine biologist or something, really? right? Really? Okay, is that what you think he was? Wasn't he that? No, he wasn't. What was he? He was a diver. Ah. And I always thought that was interesting because I'm like, why don't you get Jason Statham to play a diver? <laughs> Believe it or not, before he was an actor, Jason Statham was actually a diver. Really, was he? Yeah. That's awesome. So he's perfect cast. So he's actually movies. like, he, he, could, he could add some like authenticity there. Absolutely. He'd be like, hey. He could be like uh, like uh, Christopher Lee when he, like in the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, like, that's Christopher a- Lee was a real wizard. Yeah, well, you know how he's just like, that's not how someone dies when they get stabbed, stabbed in, in the, the back. back. Yeah. yeah, He's just like, that's not how someone dives, right? They yeah. dive like this. The sound you make when you dive is it ex- exhales of air. Yeah, so he's bringing real world knowledge into this role. Mm-hmm. And it really shows on the screen too. Yes. But yeah, in your movie, he's a marine biologist or a in shark In my expert. movie, the reason they come to him is because he was so successful, successful in quotation marks, in the previous movie. Yeah. He's their guy. He went he's out and got a PhD in between movies. He is the boy who lived. Okay. That is why they need him. Doesn't matter if he was a diver. He survived. That's what they're interested in. So, they offer him a job and he declines. We get the feeling that they've been offering him uh, a, a number of times and he's been declining Just each like time. like in the first movie. So we're yep. just doing the first movie again in Matty D's plot. <laughs> yep. And they're going to offer him money. They're going to tell him- Who's this, by the way? Who are these people who are coming we'll to We'll find out. Okay. They're, they're sort of a science So we don't research. know them at this point. They're like a research team, essentially. That's what they're- So he's never met them before. Nope. They're different people. They offer him money and they tell him, look, if you if you accept this job, you could do it your way. And of course, Jason Statham's like, well, I'm a rebel that follows my own rules. So that, that I like that. Mm. And, and they'll sort of tell him that they're going to the trench, which fascinates him, right? Like, this is an interesting... He's got to go to places where no human being has ever gone before. So, he's like... Is he still an alcoholic? You know what? Uh, no, he he's fine. Okay. He, he recovered. Because the, the first movie did have one of my favourite lines in cinema history. What's where, that? Where one of the characters says, you drink too much. And he goes, you're only saying that because I happen to have a beer in my hand right now. <laughs> and they go, do you know why you have a beer in your hand right now? And he goes, because I drink too much. <laughs> I like that line. I hope we're getting more of that, like, genius script writing in this movie. <laughs> It would be good. All right, so they they tempt him with beer. Yeah, they they say he's a six pack if you go to the Mariana yeah. Trench, and he goes, "All right, we're having a keg party in the, okay. uh, the underwater lab that we have." Has he, he goes, been to the Mariana right. Trench before? No. Okay. So this so is he's, a new he's, thing. For he's me. apprehensive about going there. Well, he's apprehensive about doing any of this kind of work again. He's had enough. He's had his fill okay. from the first movie, but he's like, you know what? You're offering me money. You can s- you say I could do it my way, and I get to see what's going on in the Mariana Trench. That's awesome. So which I've never been to before. Which I've never been to before. <laughs> So, you know what? I might do it, is what he says, in that way as well. Then we get introduced to 
his daughter or daughter figure. I didn't rewatch the first movie, so I don't know their relationship. You have to make her settle. She, I'm not uh, going to split the points. I'm going to say, well, you, you reacted strangely when I said it was his daughter, so I think it's his adopted daughter. That's adopted what I'm going to say. Okay. Something happened, and now he looks after her. That is wow. what is happening here. Going to tear up your birth certificate. <laughs> and now my adopted daughter. And your name is Meg. Uh, <laughs> and she fancies herself a scientist. She wants to go with Jason, but he forbids it. He says, no, it's not safe for you. You're staying here. So eventually, Jason goes to a ship with a bunch of crew that includes- A ship, you say? Sort of like a submarine thing. I don't know what they're called. Ah, so it's like the Nautilus. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? So I'm imagining like a giant submarine. No, it's like a smaller thing. Okay, we so it's, see, a regu- it's, it's, it's a regular submarine. Yeah, it's what we see in the trailers. I in, don't remember seeing in a this kind of like underwater thing. A, a submarine, you say? Yeah, and they're with Juming and a bunch of other scientists. Okay, as who's well. Juming? Uh, he's somebody who works with them. <sighs> okay, he's somebody. He's already part of this crew. He's been sort of doing work in the Mariana Trench. He's already involved. Okay, what's Joke. his connection with the previous movie? I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't have one. Yeah, no. So, is this a completely different organization from the one we saw in the previous movie? Yeah. Well, I will tell you what's going on just to make it really clear. Okay. They don't realize it, but they're working for a mining corporation. Wow. (laughs) So, the people they're working for is like, uh, we need you to get a giant submarine and do all this stuff, but we're not going to tell you why. Yeah. So, what they're doing is they're hiring a research team. They're funding a research team to go into the Mariana Trench. And what they're saying- And they need Jason Statham because he's a marine biologist. Yes. Because Jason Statham has been- been there before. So what's essentially happened is they the you mining said that he's been there before. You said he hadn't been there before. He hasn't been to the Mariana Trench before. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll I'll sort of paint the picture here. So there's a big bad mining company okay, that yep. wants to mine resources in the Mariana Trench. Sure. To get away with that, they hire a research team to go and look around the Mariana Trench. Yeah. But they're telling including the, Jason Statham. But they're telling the research team, hey, we're giving you money. To go and explore. So, the research team thinks they're doing, like, science. But really, they're aiding this bad, evil organization that wants to mine the shit out of it. When the research team goes down there, they find there's, like, Megs there. And then they're like, everyone's like, oh, fuck. What do we do? I know. We get the guy that dealt with the Meg before to help us out. Okay. That's the setup. Sure. Okay. Uh, And so, they're in the ship together. And that's when we realize that uh, his uh, surrogate daughter is actually snuck, snuck in through the floor compartment. So, what's her connection here? So, if these are all new people, then what? How? what's she doing here? The daughter? Yeah. The daughter figure? Yeah. What's her name? Uh, her name is... Uh, Meiling? <laughs> Close. It's Mei Ying. Zhang? <laughs> Mei Ying. Mei Ying. I, I, I didn't rewatch the first movie, so I imagine there was something that happened in the first movie which meant that she's staying with uh, Statham. Okay. So, she lives with Jason Statham. Yes. And then she goes against his will. Yes. To this group of scientists who he's never worked with before, going to the Mariana Trench, which he's never been to before. She sneaks on the ship. On the submarine. Yeah, on the submarine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No one knows that she's there. So, she wants to be a scientist. She wants to explore the Mariana Trench. Yep. Jason says no. Jonas says no. And she sneaks on anyway. (laughs) I kept calling him Jason Statham so many times (laughs) in my notes. so close. So close to name. So, they go into the trench. I think this movie is going to be split into two parts. I think part part A is going to be them underwater, and then part B is going to be the chaos that's going to happen yeah. on Fun Island. So they I go- called it Party Island. Party yeah. Island. In they, my plot. They call it Fun Island in the trailer, right? Really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Because someone's like, oh, this is Fun Island, and Jason's just like, doesn't seem like very much fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I didn't see that trailer. <laughs> there's, there's a lot more trailers than I thought with yeah. this movie. So, there's actually a lot more international trailers than there are like, yeah. Western trailers. So, yeah. I saw a lot of Chinese trailers trailers for this movie and what's funny about the two different types of trailers is the the chinese trailers focus more on the chinese actors where the western trailers focus more on jason statham interesting well that makes sense actually yeah so the foreign trailers really paint wu jing and sophia kai as the main characters where like i said the american oh, by the way trailers- sophia kai is also there is she a different person to Mei Ying now? Sorry, no, I, I'm thinking of someone else. Continue. <laughs> okay, I'm just watching you dig a bigger and bigger hole. It's going to be the size of the Mariana Trench by the time <laughs> you finish your plot. But yeah, they really focus on them in the as the main characters in the foreign trailers, and Jason Statham in the Western trailers is the main focus, yep. which, I, which I find is very interesting, because that's how they're selling the movie around the world. Yeah, I think there's going to be two main characters, essentially, yeah, for and two then different audiences. Also, what you said about the movie being split up into two, that's what we had in the first movie as well, so I think it's a good prediction to say the same thing will happen here too. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I do here. Great prediction. Really following the formula of Jurassic Park 2, if you think about it, where the first half is on uh, Isla Sauna, 
Wait, no, he's an island muerta. I can't remember the name of the, the island from the second Jurassic Park movie. And then the second half of the movie is like the quite like Dracula. The T-Rex ends up on like mainland USA yeah. causing chaos. I kind of realized it was kind of a reverse Jaws. Yeah. Yeah, the first movie is that too. Well, the first movie is just ripping off Jaws. So. <laughs> and so is the book. Let's but, be frank here. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like, the book came out, what, like, 90, 90... 97. 97. So, of course, they're ripping off Jaws. Yeah. Anyway, so, the gang is all in the ship together, the submarine, and they're seeing some weird stuff. They get to... I think that we're going to see, like, an underwater wonderland kind of thing where we're like, ooh, ah, look at this stuff that Glenn glows. McGrath. <laughs> Glenn Sorry, McGrath. I can't, I can't, no one's going to get that. I can't do it. So, you go back. <laughs> no, I think we should keep it. No. Someone will out there will appreciate all it. Right. I have a side fucking coaster that my dad brought home that says, ooh, ah, Glenn McGrath. I'm like, does this fucker just do this to everything? All right. So, for our international <laughs> listeners, there's a cricketer over here in Australia called Glenn McGrath, and he has a catchphrase, which is, ooh, ah, Glenn McGrath. Because it rhymes. And uh, the most disturbing day in my life is like, <laughs> someone asked him if, if his wife ever says, ooh, ah, Glenn McGrath, and he goes, only in the bedroom. <laughs> But back to your plot. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I love that so yeah. much. Glenn, uh, this is a family-friendly press tour. <laughs> all right, so they're all they're all shipped around. Anyway, they see some strange stuff. They see a they, they see the super meg in which uh, Jason or Jonas says uh, says his famous line from the trailers is like. Someone says that's a big meg, and he goes, "That's the biggest meg anyone's ever seen." Mm. They say, "Oh, that's the biggest meg I've ever seen." Yeah. He's like, "It's the biggest meg anyone." It's the ever second seen. biggest meg I've ever seen. <laughs> so they're like, "All right, so we need to have a good plan here." So they go back to the lab. There's like this underwater base that they're all sort of uh, sleeping in and staying in, and they build Is this separate from the submarine. That's they- separate from the okay. submarine. That's right. And they put on these uh, sort of robotic underwater suits yeah. that we see in the trailer. driving suits. And we get to see them fight with it that looks like it gives them, like, super strength. So, they go in with these underwater suits to suss things out. Uh, And I think this is a a good enough time to introduce an action scene where they have a near miss with a a few sharks and things like that. Regular sharks or Megs? They're going to be Megs. There's going to be a lot of Megs in this movie. There's going to be the Super Meg, which is giant. And there's going to be a few different Megs that- Regular Megs, which are also giant. (laughs) Which are also giant, but they hunt in packs. So, there's that. I thought this was going to be a good part to introduce the Kraken in the movie as well, which is going to be essentially our big Mm. bad of the movie. I think the movie's going to build up to be- the Meg versus the Kraken. So, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Yes, yes, yes. And I think we're going to see the Super Meg fight the... Actually, I'm going to say there's going to be the Sharks are going to... A few of the Megs are going to fight the Kraken and the Kraken's right. going to destroy them. Okay. What they're worried about is the Kraken coming to the surface wreaking havoc, which... Spoilers, it's going to happen. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Did you watch the trailer? Because it's there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I said that so <laughs> condescendingly. As if, as if it's not as fucking, if I hadn't as seen if it. It's not fucking obvious. It's like in the poster. Yeah. The Kraken's there. Anyway. Yeah, so there's going to be... Whoa, yeah, bang. I'm deaf now, folks. One of the uh, one of the people that go underwater with them is like an inside man that's working with the mining corporation. They're going to plant like, okay. a bomb. So it's like aliens now. Yeah. They're going to plant a bomb in one of the one of the locations there. And when they go back to the base, they realize there's the big reveal that it's actually a company that's financing them. They have ulterior motives. They're, they're wanting to buy the shit out of the Mariana Trench. Of course, Jonas right. is completely against this, as is uh, all the other main characters. I did mention Sal is another main character that's yeah. in there. She's she's against it as well. Anyway, they're going to blow up the, the a bit of the trench so they can mine it easier. And obviously, everyone's against it. But when they do do that... I should also say Jason will say something like the ecosystem. Jonas. Jonas. Who did I say? <laughs> Jason. Jason. Jason, Jason Statham. Statham. He'll say like the ecosystem's been disturbed enough. We need to leave it alone. Nothing good will come out of it. Da 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 da. It's a bad idea. When they blow it up, that's when all the sort of creatures will kind of be like, released. They will be released. The, the kraken will be released. Okay. They'll kind of like move away from where the explosion is and then reach the surface and be like, "What's this? Food? Heck mm. yes." So that's what's going to happen here. So Jason and his and his selection of crew, his pals go rogue. They go against the company. I just wanted to say they okay. go rogue, but they like they separated themselves from the company and they're going to try to fix all this mess. All the all these creatures start resurfacing and wreaking havoc on a nearby Party tourist Island. resort called Party Island, Fun, Fun Island. Island. Yeah. Uh, 
Jason, Love Island. Yeah, Jason's also oh. with his. Uh, it's Love Island. Yeah, can what we a crossover. Have, can we have a movie where it's like it starts off as Love Island, but then all the contestants end up being eaten by sharks? That would be kind of cool. I'd want to see that. And you sort of set it up like hope, Love uh, Island with that same sort of structure as well. Yeah, that's right. That'd I, hope, be cool. I hope every listener out there is familiar with the TV show Love Island. Or Survivor. It could be Survivor if you want to. Survivor's international, right? Yeah, so I guess so. Pick, pick your TV you show. You want to pick a reference from 2001. <laughs> Survivor's still going, right? Yeah, I know. All right. So, the next part of the movie will be the chaotic aftermath where prehistoric creatures come to the surface. Just to go through it, I think the mm-hmm. uh, I think the Meg, or, or a Meg, I'm going to say the Super Meg breaks into the underwater uh, like base they've got and eat up yep. all the bad guy scientists. That's going to happen. The corporate bad guys die in very brutal, vicious ways. Right. They're out of so the So this picture. is the miners' sort of underwater lab. Yes. Okay. Where where uh, Jonas and everyone were staying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to paint a clear picture for everybody. Yes. Yes. Our good guys will be trying to save the tourists from a small group of dinosaurs. So who's uh, doing this? So, so we've got Jonas, right? Yeah, Jonas and uh, Juming is saving him. He's actually running away from the dinosaurs, and I think he's going to be the guy that like defeats a lot of them in in this scene. Okay, where all the dinosaurs are kind yep. of chasing him, and he's going to act as a distraction and then run away, and all the dinosaurs are going to like chase him. So okay, what and, a hero! Yeah, what a hero! And Sal as well is helping out as well. So Sal's there. Yep. 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 So and then the Kraken will sort of appear in like a, a village that a lot of people are staying in and just like a destroy village. shit. Yeah, the Fun of, Island Village. The Fun Island Village. It looks like a place where there's like tiki bars and like resorts. Where yeah, it just looked like a pool bar to me. Yeah, because I was seeing that there was like. There's little bridges. Yeah, little bridges. And they lead over the water to the pool bar. Yeah. So when you said village, I was imagining like little <laughs> huts and natives. Well, that's what it kind of looked like. It looked like little huts, but I guess they've decorated it to look like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm it's the same of- village that was on Fantasy Island. Yes, exactly. The plane, the plane. Hold a sec. I've just, I've just decided I'm going to change my mind with something here. Okay. So I'm going to say that they're going to, the Kraken's going to like destroy shit. And then they're going to be like, okay, we need the Meg, the big Meg, the super Meg to fight the Kraken. So they're yeah. going to like build it up. They're going to like draw them out to fight each other. There's going to be a big epic fight. Right. Okay. They're going to realize the Kraken is going to defeat the Meg. And they're like- the Super Meg. So and the Kraken like, just strangles yes, the Super Meg. Yes, yes, yes. And, th- and they're worried about this. Can they're you like, strangle a shark? Do they have a neck? Yeah, yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely. If you like cut True. off their- Fair enough. Cut off their, you know, breathing ways or like whatever. Like cover the gills. Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so they, they're going to realize the Kraken might win here. And they don't want that because the Kraken is like a super beast. Like it's just going to destroy yeah. everything. So Juming is going to go underwater. He's going to inject the Kraken with a serum. That's going okay. to put it to sleep, and the Meg is just like just in the gonna, first movie. And then the Meg is going to destroy. It. Well, we see it in the trailer that he's injecting it with something. Yeah, I did see that. So, it makes so you're sense. probably right. So it makes sense. Meg destroys them, but then they got another problem. They've got the Meg. So they got the Meg out and about. And they're like, well, we can't have this. So Jason Statham draws it out in his jet ski, <laughs> and they have a standoff. And he's got a harpoon, and he's going to go and kill the Meg with a harpoon. And then as he kills the Super Meg, it sinks down into the water. Back into, the Mariana Trench. Back into the Mariana Trench. <laughs> and that's the end of the Meg. Which just happens to be right next to Fun Island. <laughs> I know, right? What a coincidence. Let's build this resort near the Mariana Trench. What can I say? I've got no idea. <laughs> it sounds uh, like it. <laughs> I, think, I think it's just Well, we don't be, know yet. We won't judge until we see the movie. It's going to be a lot of spectacular action scenes. What happens for the setup for those action scenes has little consequence. So what can you say? You could say okay. anything, right? But what do you think? Well, yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, you and I have similar plots, but we have so many details that are completely different. So, quite like you, I think the movie's going to start with a flashback to prehistoric times, a childhood flashback for the Meg <laughs> in some ways, where we see a dragonfly being eaten by a lizard, and then the lizard is eaten by a pair of small amphibious dinosaurs, and then a T-Rex emerges from the jungle and chases one of the small dinosaurs into the ocean, and finally the T-Rex is eaten by a megalodon. And Helen Mirren tells us in voiceover that for millions of years, the Meg was the most dangerous predator on the planet. And then, like, a giant She's back narrating, is she? comes in from the sky and all the Megs look up and they, oh my God. And they like, take their... Uh, <laughs> they, they all look up. Yeah, and they're, they're so impressed that they throw, like, the Meg up into the, the sky. <laughs> and it goes up into space and then it becomes the title Meg to the yeah. Trench. Love that. And then we zoom down and then we see that, you know, the world's like a, <laughs> a love heart. There's a, there's a love heart out called the letter. Megland. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's, and everyone I, just stands up and starts applauding because yeah. it's so genius. Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to modern day where we see a mining operation drilling for oil and precious metals deep in the Mariana Trench. Sound familiar so far? 
Yes. Like we both read it in the synopsis. <laughs> yep. So the miners have an impressive underwater mining facility made up of several large structures. So these are all the way down in the Mariana Trench. So they basically have like, like a city. Yeah, sort of like a city, but like a full mining operation going on down in the Mariana Trench. So all is going well until the miners are taken out one by one by an unseen creature. Ooh. So we don't see it. They see it. Right. What do we see? Do we just see like... Or do we just oh, it's people? a whole bunch of just like, oh, there's something on the radar. Oh, my God, we're being killed. Yep. Blood will cover the screen and we won't see Yeah, well, it's a PG-13 movie, so we won't see too much blood. Only if it's from animals. It's PG-13? Yeah, that's right. So it'd be M here for us. Oh, okay. So we then cut to the underwater research facility Mana 1 from the previous movie. Here are introduced to the surviving characters from the previous movie, including Mac, DJ, and Mei Ying. They're joined by several scientists, but none of them matter enough to mention by name. <laughs> so one of the scientists, Skylar, gets an alert on her monitor, and she tells Mac that there's a lot of underwater activity going on in the Mariana Trench. The camera zooms in on Mac's face, and he says, We need the best diver in the business. Mac and DJ travel to Thailand, where they find Jonas doing pull-ups in the dark. <laughs> Because that's what he does. So, Jonas now spends his free time beating up boatloads of illegal whalers because that's what tough guys do. So, we're going to have a scene establishing Jonas as a tough guy where, like, there's a boat of people, you know, catching whales or maybe even sharks to make shark fin soup, kind of like in the first movie. And he pops up and, like, beats them all up and is just like, get out of my ocean. Because <laughs> there is a trailer where he's, like, fighting people yeah, that's right. on a ship. That's right. I, and I didn't know how else to work that into the plot. So, it's just going in here. Nice work. So, Mac tells Jonas, by the way, Mac didn't appear in your plot at all. Good job. Does he so they, he, Yes, he's one of the main characters. <laughs> he's part of the good guy team. Sure, okay. You said that he hadn't even met this team before, so it was his first time seeing Mac in your plot, so Mac doesn't even exist in your plot. Because Mac was in the previous movie, wasn't That's he? right, yeah. So, Mac tells Jonas that they need his help, and Jonas tries to tell them that his diving days are over. Again, quite like in your plot. I've retired. I've hung up the badge. But Mac tells Jonas that a mining operation may end up releasing more megs into the open ocean, and Jonas says, let's go. <laughs> so they take a helicopter back to the Mana 1, and Jonas says that he never thought he'd see this place again. Upon arriving in the facility, Jonas asks if his love interest from the previous movie, Su Yin, is still around, but Mac tells him that they couldn't get her back for this movie. <laughs> the actress wasn't interested. Right. <laughs> Instead, we have her daughter Mei Ying back, who is now 14. We also meet Mei Ying's father, Ju Ming, who has come to the Mana 1 to look after Mei Ying now that Su Yin is not around. Oh, okay. I don't know if this is true, but yeah, it just made sense to me. Because he's mentioned in the first movie, but and I didn't know how else this character tied in because he wasn't in the previous movie and he doesn't seem to be like one of the scientists. So, I mean, he could be, but like I was just like, he could be Mei Ying's father because like, what's she doing there if Su Ying's not there? Yeah, well, I kind of thought that he, yeah. Because he's definitely not related to Jason's No, but I thought jo uh, Jonas kind of has taken the father. In your plot, yeah, but yeah. I, I know for a fact that that's not actually the case. Oh, really? You know yes. for a fact? Yes. So, we're also introduced to a series of bodies for the body count, including Melissa, Sal, Skylar, and Sienna. All of those names, uh, with the exception of Sal, all of those names are just the actors' names, <laughs> just for clarity in the future. In a meeting, Jonas is told that the mining operation that we saw at the start of the movie has been operating in secret, and their operation has disturbed the icy waters that prevent creatures from escaping from the Mariana Trench. So there's sort of like this layer of really cold water that covers the Mariana Trench, and it stops the prehistoric uh, creatures from leaving. But when things move through it, again, quite like in the first movie, they, they sort of break that surface tension of that cold water, right. and they heat up the water well enough that the, uh, the creatures can, can, go through it. can go through the opening. And so, since the mining operation is going back and forth, it's basically leaving, like, a constant hole open. And they're really worried that, you know, what's going on down there is going to create, Release. like, a highway for a whole bunch of megs. Makes sense? Yes. In the book, in the first book, which I sort of looked into in preparation for doing this plot, one of their megs gets caught up in sort of, like, a, a wire, like, sort of like a giant cable that's used to lower down, like, a, like a shark tank, essentially. And it gets ripped up by the, the cables and, it, and its blood spills out. And because its blood is warm, for some reason, I don't know why sharks would have warm blood, that creates an opening in the icy waters that lets the, the other megs escape. Right. And so, a giant meg escapes and then it gives birth to, uh, I think, three baby megs. So, there's actually four megs in the book. And in the movie, they just did like two <laughs> and didn't even include the baby angle. So, I think they're trying to rework some of those unused elements from the first book into this movie. Well, that would make sense. So, I worked some of that into this plot just for, again, for full transparency. Yeah, so here. you cheated. No, I didn't cheat. I just took elements that they didn't use. So, since the miners have been killed, the mining operation needs to be shut down in order to restore the status quo. So, I like to imagine that there's just this huge drill that's still like drilling down and there's no one there to control it since the person operating it was killed. So, it's just drilling down and opening up, you know, all sorts of chaos down there. Jonas agrees to travel down to the trench with a team of miner scientists in a pair of mini-subs. 
Mei Ying wants to go with Jonas to the trench, but Jonas tells her that it's too dangerous. Mei Ying says that her mother was already exploring the ocean at her age and says, you need to start taking me seriously as a scientist. But you're 14. Exactly. <sighs> Jonas tells Mei Ying that if she stays behind and he's good, he'll buy her an ice cream. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That, why would, yeah. Does Jonas also get an ice cream? Is that what everyone's doing this for? Yeah. Yeah. It's like everyone's going down on a trip gets ice cream, but you get one if I like you're good to imagine there's, a, there's a, like an ice cream truck ship down on the, on the Mariana trip. So DJ only exists in this movie to act as comic relief and he's just around to whine and complain. So he doesn't really contribute to anything. He just sits around in the lab just being like, oh man, this is such a terrible idea. Yeah, same as in my I'm not counting that. <laughs> so Jonas and Ju Ming set off in the two subs with a team of scientists. So they're split over the two subs. So we're also shown that they're using high-tech diving suits that track their movements and oxygen levels. Again, just like in the previous movie. As our team approaches the trench, Mei Ying pops out of a floor panel. Both Jonas and Ju Ming are furious at her and Mei Ying is grounded for life. Rather than turning the sub around, Jonas says, we do what's in front of us, then we do the next thing. So rather than like breaking from the mission, they're going to see it through before moving on. Arriving at the deepest part of the trench, our team enter an underwater ecosystem that has been cut off from the rest of the ocean for millions of years. The same one that they went to in the previous movie. So he has been to the Mariana Trench before. It happened in the previous oh, movie. Did he? Yes. They said it about a hundred times in that previous movie, but I'm not surprised you don't remember. Such a forgettable movie, if you it, ask me. It is a little bit. I was actually trying to think of it. I was like, I remember like a shark breaks glass and eats somebody. But other than that- That's Deep Blue Sea. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I can't, it's I, so similar to Deep Blue yeah, Sea. I'm just really struggling remembering a lot of what that- Oh, no. That the, the shark bites the glass, but it doesn't break through oh, maybe that's in what the I'm first movie. Because it tries to eat Mei Ying. Yes. And she gets scared, but you know, whatever. So, here they find the mining operation and head out in their diving suits to investigate. Why did I say it like that? Investigate. <laughs> I'm referencing James Bond. And head out in their diving suits to investigate. <laughs> the Glenn McGrath reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're so giddy this episode. <laughs> Our team becomes separated as they look around, and a hapless scientist is attacked and killed by a worm-like creature. So, it looks like a kind of like a leech with lots of teeth. Oh, cool. And uh, I guess they swim around in swarms, and they swarm him and eat him alive. And the rest of our team are attacked by amphibious dinosaurs, the ones that we see a couple of times in the trailer. I tried desperately to work out what kind of dinosaur they were, but they're such a generic look that I couldn't nail down what they were. Yeah. So, remember when we did our Jurassic Park episode, I painstakingly went through and worked out what each one of the dinosaurs were. Couldn't do it in this circumstance. Too generic looking. Well, I, I think they just picked a generic dinosaur. It probably doesn't even exist. Yeah, exactly. And Jonas saves Mei Ying from being carried away. Suddenly, a giant Meg appears and eats several of the dinosaurs in a single bite, and our team agrees that it's the largest Meg that anyone has ever seen. Our heroes make a break for the mining facility and escape the Meg's jaws in the nick of time. So, they run into the, the entrance of the mining facility just as the, the Meg snaps its jaws behind them. They make their way through the facility, and with Mei Ying's help, they shut down the giant drill. So, she's the one, she's the smart one there who's able to push the right button and yeah, work she, out. She works out how to open the door while they that's all try right. to lift it. Yeah, that's right. So, she's the one using her head where they're all trying to use their muscles. That's why they need her there. And because her name starts with an M, she can also be Madam M. <laughs> Had to work that in. It's an origin story for Madam M. Yes. So, they then make their way back up to the Minor One in their submarines, dodging the Meg on the way. So, one of the things that kept happening in the original movie was, like, there'd always be someone in a submarine and they couldn't see the Meg because it was dark and the Meg just kept slamming into them and attacking them. It just happened over and over and over <laughs> and over again. So, it's going to happen again in this movie. On returning to the research facility, Jonas is shocked to hear that several creatures escaped from the trench, probably while they were going up and down, <laughs> including the giant Meg that they contended with earlier and two smaller Megs. Two smaller giant Megs. <laughs> So, the Megs followed them to the Mana 1, and Juming performs an experiment to see if the Megs can be trained. The experiment fails, and Juming is almost eaten by a Meg, but he's saved by a high-tech diving suit that gives him super strength. So, maybe he punches the Meg in the face, kicks it in and it's Meg nuts, <laughs> and he's able to escape by the skin of his teeth. Jonas is nervous about having the Megs so close to the Mana 1, but Skylar pipes up that they have improved the facility over the last few years, and it's now Meg-proof. A few moments later, the Meg bites through the glass, eating Skylar whole and flooding the facility. Our heroes and the rest of the scientists are forced to flee the rapidly rising water and escape in two inflatable boats. In one of the boats, DJ says that this situation seems uncomfortably familiar since it happened in the previous movie, and Melissa says, let's hope it goes better than last time. Juming, who wasn't around for the previous movie, says, what happened last time? Jason Statham says, <laughs> I actually wrote down Jason Statham, you don't want to know. So Jonas says that, obviously. Just then, the second boatload of scientists are eaten by a Meg. Thankfully, no main characters are on that second boat. <laughs> Our heroes are forced to paddle slowly to avoid attracting the giant shark's attention. So, they don't look like food. I still think we pretty much look like food, that line in the trailer. 
Thankfully, they put out a distress call earlier and they are rescued by the Navy. But Jonas, Mei-Ying and Juming realise that the three Megs and the other creatures are headed to Party Island, or Fun Island as it may be in the actual movie, where they can potentially eat thousands of innocent tourists. So they head to Party Island in a helicopter, but unfortunately the three Megs beat them there. Jonas and Juming don't want Mei-Ying to come along, but she says, we do what's in front of us and then we do the next thing. Obviously parroting- That's going to be the message of the movie. That's right. right. Parroting what Jason Statham, well, what Jonas said to her earlier. And what what, uh, Jason's agent said to him as well. Yeah, that's right. I think he really did want to make this movie again, since the last movie probably made a whole bunch of money. Yeah. So we have a scene of total chaos with several tourists being eaten alive, and this will be the highlight of the movie. Our three heroes arrive at the beach, obviously the helicopter drops them off, and Ju Ming runs up and down the shore shouting, Shark alarm! Shark alarm! The black flag! <laughs> now that's an obscure reference. <laughs> what are you referencing? And usually that? I'd put the clip in from the movie here, but I tried to find that scene yesterday. It's an obscure German movie called, uh, I think it's called Shark Attack in the Mediterranean. Right. And I, I always thought that scene was so funny when I was like a teenager, but I can't find that clip anywhere on the internet. It's almost like the movie doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> so, I, it only exists in my memory now. But if you Google that quote, you can find references to it, but you just right. won't find that scene. But, you know, I think I want to memorialize it so in this an- podcast. So, anybody who gets that reference right in. Yes, please. If you have a copy of the movie. Send it. Send it to me. Because, like I said, it doesn't exist anywhere anymore. So, it was like a TV movie in Germany in 2004. So, no wonder it's obscure. So, while you were living in Germany in 2004, you were watching uh, this TV Well, I saw a dub of it on TV when I was a kid. So, So these movies always have to have a smarmy rich guy as a villain. So, I'll crowbar one into my plot at this point. Let's just say he's the head of the mining operation. He survived the whole thing and he's just always hanging around. He's like the Joe Don Baker character from Congo. Yeah. He's turned up to be like, my money. And Jonas kicks him into the mouth of a Meg and says, see you, chum. <laughs> He's eaten. <laughs> so Jonas is chased by a Meg along a dock and reenacts the famous scene from 1998's Godzilla, where like the dock's being smashed up and he's yeah, running yeah. along and we pretend like we haven't seen that before. So meanwhile on land, several tourists are attacked by amphibious dinosaurs and Juming fights them off with a shovel. He then blows up the rest with a stockpile of petrol and dives into a helicopter to avoid the blast. So, the same helicopter, obviously, that he, that he arrived on. I don't know why I'm being so specific here. <laughs> so, to make matters worse, a giant octopus, a.k.a. the Kraken, surfaces near a pool bar, and Mei-Ying is trapped by its tentacles, so she's got nowhere to run to. But Juming swoops down in a helicopter and tries to save her, but the octopus grabs the helicopter and pulls it into the water. In the chaos, Mei-Ying is able to escape, and Juming fights the octopus underwater. One of the Megs attacks the Kraken, but it's no match for the giant octopus, and we're suddenly reminded of Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Though I think this movie might be a bit better. <laughs> Juming manages to swim to safety while the Kraken is distracted. The octopus is taken out by another one of the Megs, and Jonas decides to take the fight to them. So he rides out into the surf on a jet ski, wielding several spears. So while the, the Kraken takes down one of the Megs, the other two sort of team up on it and rip it apart. So yep. it's, it's Dunsky. So there's only the two Megs left. So he wounds one of the smaller of the two Megs, causing the largest Meg to attack and eat it. He then rides his jet ski into the mouth of the giant Meg, and we all think that he's gone for good. But Jonas blows up the Meg from the inside <laughs> and exits the carcass unscathed. That's actually something from the book that they didn't do really? in the previous movie. We've seen that in previous. We've seen that in other movies. That's before. probably why they didn't do it because it's been done so many times. And also, that is really hokey. Yes. So I'm hoping they do it this time. It would be awesome, but it'd be very, very hokey. Jonas rejoins Ju Ming and Mei Ying, and the three sit on the abandoned beach watching the ocean. While Jason Statham's in, like, covered with covered guts. In guts. No, no, he swam in the water, so he's all oh, clean he's now. Oh, he's all clean now. Okay. So Mei Ying asks, Am I still grounded? And Jonas and Ju Ming laugh. And that is the end of the movie. Oh, you end with everyone laughing like a Batman cartoon? Yeah, that's right. So, the camera pans out. We see the beach like this giant (laughs) octopus and uh, shark carcasses just floating in the water, dying in the water red. And like, I can see clearly (laughs) now the rain has gone. Yep. And then we have the end credits. It's 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 like the end of a 90s movie all of a sudden. It's a story about us interfering with nature and then us having to kill nature to fix our mistakes. That's right. Moral. That's absolutely right. So that was what I thought was going to happen in uh, the Meg Two. Yeah, I mean, we both trench. killed all the creatures in both yeah. our plots. I wonder if they won't do yeah, that. humans. I wonder if they will be like the Meg just rides off I- into the sunset with its fin. Do you know what I originally had as the ending of my movie? What? So Jason Statham's fighting the giant Meg. So there's only one giant Meg left, yes. and he's just like, "Oh, I don't know how I'm going to beat this." And then like a Mosasaurus comes out, like you know the Mosasaurus from Jurassic World. Yes, that big, uh, yeah, that big underwater dinosaur. Yeah, like though. that was going to come out and eat the the giant megalodon, and then just swim away. Yeah, and he's just like, "Oh, there's always a bigger fish." That would be a very lazy ending, though. 
Yeah, I know. That's why I changed it. <laughs> because that would be a cop-out. Yeah. I tossed up with the idea that maybe the Meg does survive and is sort of like the Godzilla of the movie. Does that make sense? You yeah. know how Godzilla's like- Well, they kill off Godzilla in the original Godzilla movie and they also kill him off in the 1998 movie. But yeah, most of the time Godzilla survives and, and goes back into the ocean to yeah. be like the king of the monsters, I like, suppose. Like Godzilla not, isn't necessarily a good guy, but it's, it's, the good char- it's the good character. It's the force of nature. Yeah, the force of nature that is fighting the bad monster. Sure, but I don't think the Megs are ever portrayed as good guys in these movies because they're always eating innocent people, and that's not something Godzilla does. Sure, he might step on a random person, but he never does it maliciously. (laughs) It's an accident. It's like ants. Yeah, exactly. So, what do you think is going to happen in Meg 2, The Trench? Do you have any theories? Send them in to potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com or any one of our social media pages or even the Podbean site in the comments section if you want to do that. Or if you've seen the movie, if you've already seen Meg 2, The Trench... You can write us a review. Let us know what you think of it. How did it compare to the first movie? Was it too silly? Was it not silly enough? Let us know any of your thoughts. We'd love to hear them. Now that we've finished talking about the Meg for this week, let's talk about what we're going to be discussing in next week's episode. So, of course, as is standard, we're doing an installment of actual spoilers where we're going back and looking at a movie that we've covered in the past and seeing how close we got to predicting the plot. And for the first time, I think, ever doing this show, well, one of the first times... We're actually going to be talking about a movie that I'm yet to see. This is a movie that I haven't actually seen the full movie of for myself. So, I watched most of it for like our best and worst of, I think, 2021. Because next week, we're going to be seeing how well we did with predicting the plot of Don't Breathe 2. Yes. (laughs) A movie I was not excited to see. So, I didn't run out and see it in cinemas when it was released. And from what I understand, it's not particularly good. Yeah. All right. Oh, good. Okay. All right. This is going to be a bit of a- It's going to be a struggle, this one. Yeah. Uh, I remember that movie being a struggle. Yeah, I think we both really enjoyed the first one. So, I think we've got to work out what happened with the second one to make it fall in our esteem. Well, I've got to finish watching the movie, first of all. I guess we'll talk all about it, talk all about our feelings of that movie. Yeah. So, a little preview here. The reason I never finished watching the movie is because I thought it was so bad that I was just like, I don't want to waste my time when I don't have to. That's crazy, because we've watched some really bad movies. Yes, that's right. But if I'm seeing them in the cinema versus seeing them at home, like, it's kind of like you can stick it out in the cinema where if you're at home, it's a quiet afternoon on a weekend, you're like, I could be doing better things. (laughs) Yes. And that was the circumstance where I was watching that movie. Yes, well, now you're going to have to watch it. Yeah, that's right. As will I. After Maybe I'll just watch the half that I haven't seen. <laughs> no, I'll <laughs> watch the whole thing. So, yeah, please join us next week where we're going to see how well we did with Don't Breathe 2. And until then, don't head out to the water. Or maybe do. I don't know. Now, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, the legend continues. None of man's fantasies of evil can compare with the reality of Jaws. See it before you go back in the water.